Take a few deep breaths to center your heart and your mind as you prepare to meet with God. Jesus is God's revelation to the world. But instead of showing up in divine glory and power, Jesus chose to be born and live in our world with very intentional weakness and self-sacrifice. Take a moment to ponder God's radical demonstration of humility. Mark chapter 15, verses 1 through 15. Very early in the morning, the leading priests, the elders, and the teachers of religious law, the entire council, met to discuss their next step. They bound Jesus, led him away, and took him to Pilate, the Roman governor. Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, You have said it. Then the leading priests kept accusing him of many crimes. And Pilate asked him, Aren't you going to answer them? What about all these charges they are bringing against you? But Jesus said nothing, much to Pilate's surprise. Now it was the governor's custom each year during the Passover celebration to release one prisoner, anyone the people requested. One of the prisoners at the time was Barabbas, a revolutionary who had committed murder in an uprising. The crowd went to Pilate and asked him to release a prisoner as usual. Would you like me to release to you this king of the Jews? Pilate asked, for he realized by now that the leading priests had arrested Jesus out of envy. But at this point, the leading priests stirred up the crowd to demand the release of Barabbas instead of Jesus. Pilate asked them, Then what should I do with this man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, Crucify him. Why? Pilate demanded. What crime has he committed? But the mob roared even louder, Crucify him. So to pacify the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He ordered Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip then turned him over to the Roman soldiers to be crucified. I find it fascinating that Jesus is willingly silent in the face of false accusations. The text mentions that even Pilate was surprised. I don't know if you have ever been falsely accused of something, but for me, I feel that situation create a sense of urgency in me to clear my name and diffuse the situation. I don't think either of those things are wrong, but Jesus chose silence. This lowered head posture is what Isaiah prophesied hundreds of years beforehand, saying, He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. When Jesus said to love your enemies and turn the other cheek, he wasn't just giving some hypothetically ideal response to danger that he himself wasn't willing to do when his own life was on the line. After this, Pilate dangles two inmates in front of the bloodthirsty crowd, Jesus and a murdering revolutionary named Barabbas. Some early manuscripts of the gospel story mention that Barabbas' full name 
was Yeshua Barabbas, or Jesus Barabbas. Funny enough, Barabbas in Aramaic actually means son of the father. So put before the crowd here are two Jesuses. Jesus the Messiah that we know and love, and Jesus the son of the father, the murderer and rebel. And the crowd insists that Jesus, son of the father, be set free, and Jesus the Messiah be killed. Pilate allows this in the name of his idea of peace. I think it's important to notice that the crowd demands and insists that Jesus the Messiah be crucified. When Pilate asks, what crime has he committed? The crowd shouted, crucify him. Take a moment and put yourself in the shoes of the crowd that day. In what ways do we ourselves unashamedly choose and insist on Barabbas' way of rebellion, abandoning Jesus and his way of weakness and self-sacrifice. Which Jesus are you chanting to be released? I never really realized how much I insist on rebellion until after the fact. Until after I realize that what I have done is justify my actions by saying things to myself like, oh, what harm could this do? Or it was just a joke. Or I deserve this. Maybe this could look like a poor habit or the way we speak to and treat those who are close to us in our lives. Or maybe it's our greedy or selfish desires. Romans 5.8 says, God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Even with our hearts being sinful to the core, choosing rebellion against God over and over, Jesus is willing to stand on trial next to us, willing to be beaten, bruised, pierced, and killed for our healing. Take a moment and picture yourself on trial for the wrong you have done. And when all seems lost, look beside you and see Jesus submit himself to the death you deserve. As we have just remembered Jesus' crucifixion and death yesterday on Good Friday and are quickly approaching Easter, find times today to sit in silent Saturday. Remind yourself of Jesus' attitude as he approached the cross for the sins of the world by repeating this verse from Isaiah 53 to yourself. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. <laughs>